Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. Well, good afternoon, everybody. This is Chris Marwitz. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk. So, as always, I am here with former NFL player James Loving. So, James... Tell me what kind of week you had. A lot of stuff happened. Uh, I don't know. Ain't nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> it was a normal week. Wasn't no sport. Oh, anything about crazy. You know, talk to some friends of mine about the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, that's about it. Yes. You know, back and forth with them about that, you know. They thought they had a championship team, but we'll see what happened with that, you know. It just kind of deflated, didn't it? Just totally all the air is out now. Um, but, you know, in time, maybe if, if, they, if they can go and, and pick up a player or two in the off season and get rid of some of their trash, then, you know, maybe they can actually have another caliber team. But they got to pay for it. You know so They got to be willing to pay for it. Hmm? Maybe if I had the right six numbers for the lotto, I would be a millionaire. Uh, you know, and, and you would share, wouldn't you? Because you're, we're, we're your friends, right? Yeah, but that's, like you said, maybe they pick up a player or two. <laughs> they all keep saying that, you know. I understand. And it. there's only so many so many out there to pick up. So it, it's, all, it's all a matter of having the right chemistry and, you know, the right, right the players together. So, And speaking exactly. of that, uh, so, James, we have with us uh, somebody that uh, you you had played with. Uh, you, let, let's go ahead and introduce him. His name is Eric Porter. Eric, how are you today? I'm great. How y'all doing today? Good, good. It's great to have you on. So, Thank you for before having we us. get started, go ahead, go ahead, Chris, James. I got to correct you real quick. I didn't get a chance to okay. play with Eric. Eric played before ah. me. Eric paved the way. He paved the way, him and all the other guys at Universal Wyoming for um, the younger kids like us. So they, they once started um, what we call the great thing at Wyoming. And um, when we got there, they looked at us like, you know, we, they was our big brothers. So um, so it's not like I look at Eric as a teammate. I look at Eric as a, a big brother that showed us the way in Wyoming because we was new to Wyoming. So that's how that became. Right. So, so Eric, go, go ahead and give a little little background on yourself. How how you know wh- where you're from, um, and how you actually came to play at Wyoming. All righty, I'm born and raised in San Diego, and I went. I played at Morris High School locally, which is one of the dominant teams in San Diego. Uh, Morris High had a reputation with the college recruiters. Their MVP MVP most valuable player of the team always could play on both sides of the ball. So I followed another guy who played in front of me, Eric Glover. He was the All-American defensive end. He went to Wyoming and started as a freshman. And I knew with my skill level, being a wishbone running back at 220 pounds and with good wheels, if I went to a wishbone school, there was no way I was not going to play in the backfield. But I had this love for defense, so I went to Wyoming playing both ways. So Rocky Long recruited. He played. He was a coach in New Mexico, 
and they've used this pattern to build New Mexico's team. When he got hired at Wyoming, he did the same thing there. So he had five, six players from Morris High, and as James would tell you, we all could play. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I do remember when you were playing. So, you know, I was, I was up there, and I, I remember your name. So, but, but I, but I remember you in the backfield. You, you played more in the backfield, didn't you? I, I know you said you played my, both sides, but my first two years I was a running back. My second two years I went all, I went predominantly defense. I got tired of getting hit. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to do the hitting. <laughs> well, you know, we had this one guy. We had a guy named Galen Baxter. His nickname was mm-hmm. the Tax Man. And love to tell you, if Galen got a hold of you, you kind of knew about it. Well, <laughs> I remember one practice, Galen went through seven strings of running backs. And I kept the ball, but after the third time, I ran about three times a row, and he kind of knocked my helmet loose, broke my face mask. And the third time, I was on the verge of consciousness. I remember getting up and saying, I'm good. I went straight to the locker room and changed my jersey, and I made every coach mad because they wanted me to play running back, and I'm like, I'm done. You run the ball against him. Exactly. <laughs> you run the ball against that dude. Oh, my God. I still think about the hits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, was, he was pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, we're good. So, so, so now, so since since you you've you left Wyoming, what what have you been doing? Um, I own several companies. I'm the okay. B- senior VP of sales for VP uh, of sales and operations for California State Solar. Um, regional director for another company called SoundGuard. Leaving that position, and now I'm, I got a bunch of I'm I'm a serious entrepreneur. <laughs> That's nice. what I do. Nice. Sounds sounds like you're doing great, especially out there in California when you need to make that money. Oh, you gotta have it out here. <laughs> it's no question. Yes. Yes. Great. Well tell you what, let, let's get started. Um so Rumor has it the Jacksonville Jaguars will be releasing quarterback Blake Bortles and are expecting to sign quarterback Nick Foles. Uh, basically when the new league year opens next week. So deals can't be announced until the, the start of the new year, which is March 13th. So the first question I have is, will other teams give Blake Bortles a shot? So I, I know I've asked James this question, so Eric, what, what, what's your opinion about Blake Bortles? Can he play on another team? Of course he's going to get a shot. They recycle bums in the NFL. <laughs> of course he's going to get a shot. <laughs> but, you know, he, he needs to reinvent himself. If he doesn't, he'll be NFL, not for long. He's yes. a statue back there. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, you know, it, it's, and, you know, it's like the new little young guy that was playing baseball. He's a new model. If you can hit me, good luck. But if they get a hold of him, good luck. So it's a catch-22 to the third power. Okay. Yeah, Blake Bortles is is something else. James, go ahead and give your opinion about Blake Bortles. Well, I think he'll get a shot, but I don't think he'll get a shot at starting. I think he'll be a backup. 
because um, teams look at him and like, you know, he was a starter at Jacksonville and had a great team, and he couldn't win there, so how you going to win in our program? So I think he'll be a backup. Right. Um, I don't see I don't see any team that wants him to be the starter, you know? So he'll be a backup that'll come in for somebody that get hurt for one or two games, and, and that's all they can look at him as. And so uh, no starter but a backup to, you know, yeah. uh, uh Aaron Rodgers, the, you know, people already got their quarterback that, you know, uh, only need a quarterback to fill in for one or two games. Yeah, in case of injury, yep, yep. I think he went yeah. from tier two. He was never a tier one quarterback. He was tier two, went to tier three. When, yeah, when but, the team but, benches you for for a couple games, you you know you have problems. Well, yeah, but we see. that goes back. Go ahead, James. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. Well, I was just agree with what you're saying, but you see a lot of quarterbacks, Eric and Chris, in the NFL that's, you know, they say a tier one and go to tier three, but they think they're that starter, and then they, they're horrible, you know? But they still, you know, playing these guys, you know? I mean, Bortles should have been um, not starting a couple years ago, and they knew that, and they feel they, you know, I mean, look at, I mean, Matt Stafford for Detroit. When are they going to figure out that he's not a winner, you know? So you're right. Eric, Manning for the Giants. From, right. They go from top to third, but they're like, man, you know, he, he got horrible. He was horrible when he was third, you know, three years ago. So you're right, Eric, go ahead. recycling bums. Yeah. It's the recycling of bums. It's like they've known this guy. Like you said, they know he couldn't win. You know, even when he had two six-foot-four receivers. With wingspan, he was still missing him. Who does that? Mm-hmm. You got I'm mighty mighty receivers that can hit you. You got mighty mighty quarterbacks that can hit you downfield that you do better than his dude. At least they can duck the pad. They can duck the pressure. Yeah. All right. So so let, 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 let's look at what happens with the Jags with Nick Foles. Uh, starting quarterback. What, what do you think? What do you think the team is going to look like then, Eric? Um, being able to complete a pass downfield, they'll win some games. Nick Nick can play. He's a baller. Now, it's, the other question is, can they protect him better than they protect? Blake was a statue. Nick can move, but they got to protect him. And you know, you see a lot of teams going back to the old format of building that fortress line. Well, you kind of got to have it in the NFL because you got dinosaurs that will eat your quarterback every play. So they have to fix some things internally within the team, but I think Nick is a great addition. He's a great, great addition. Right. James, what, what do you think the team is going to look like with uh, Nick Foles in there? Uh, I know we've already got the break, but real quick, um, I agree with Eric. He can get the ball downfield, but um, what what Jacksonville did was they kept Bortles because they had that defense. They figured they didn't need a good quarterback. All they need somebody to manage the game and don't lose it. Nick Poe can manage the game and score points for you. So if they can get that defense back to where they're at, you know, it'll be great for Jacksonville, you know, because Nick can manage a game and don't lose the game for you, and he'll get points for you. So, um, it all depends on that defense. Like Eric said, if they could protect him, well, you know, he could scramble and get out of it. But 
It's all going to depend on that defense, too, you know, make that team to back what it was a couple of years ago. So I like it where he's at. They, yeah, well, they, they said they're going to keep that defense going, so we'll just see. I'll tell you what, let's take our first break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Kyler Murray. So we'll be right back. <laughs> The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. Again, this is Chris Marwitz, and I'm sitting here with former NFL player James Loving, and our guest today is former UW University of Wyoming player Eric Porter. Uh, so, Eric, uh, we were just chatting during break. Um, there used to be a song that, that said that it never rains in Southern California, but I think you can attest that that's wrong. Yeah, it used to be that in the drought, but uh, we're getting lots of rain right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys are just getting getting a lot of it lately. So... Anyway, be safe out there because I know that can, that could be kind of bad. So before we Thank took you. a break, I mentioned that that we were going to talk about Kyler Murray. Um, I know James, we talked about it a few times, but there's a lot more talk now that the combine's going on. So Kyler Murray, he's the quarterback at Oklahoma. Uh, he won the, the Heisman this year. 
and of course, everyone's been you know quibbling about how tall he is. He's not tall enough. And during the combine, they they measured him, and he's officially five foot ten and one eighth inch. <laughs> um, so talk at the combine was that they thought that he would be taken in the number one draft pick. You know, most teams want a quarterback that's like six foot two, you know, to six foot five or or taller, or whatever. However, Russell Wilson, who is listed at five foot eleven, finds lanes to look through, and so he's able to find a lot of passing lanes to get down in. Um, first question is, well, my question on this is, should Murray's height be be that big of an issue, based on how he's played at Oklahoma? Eric, what Not do you think all. about Kyler Murray? I think his height's not an issue at all. This is the new height of the quarterback. If you want him to be able to move in the pocket, if your quarterback's a statue, you won't win and he won't play long. Those are just the facts. Now, Kyler Murray has a unique arm and unique speed that most people can't deal with and most defenses can't handle. It's a new wave. You're right. He he can he has a way of moving. He can move and find what he needs to find when when it comes to uh, you know, his targets. So I just wonder with with short quarterbacks, I've noticed a big discrepancy in how they're treated. If you're under six foot two, they let you get banged up. They let him get hit. He better not ever leave the pocket. If you know if he's a statue quarterback, he goes back there. They protect him a little better. So. Something has to be done there. Look, you know, in order to to protect him all the way, huh? Well, James, what 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 are your what's your thoughts on Kyler Murray? I know we've talked about this a few times, but uh, you know, there's more talk about him, and you know, people are loving him. Well, you know, uh, they're always going to have something about the quarterback, you know, with height and all that. You know, as soon as they get the ball batted down, they're going to say, you know, see his height. But you see that happen with other quarterbacks in the league that's six foot, you know. So, you know, it's going to be when they get a bad ball batted down by the lineman jumping up. and You know, they're going to have problems. But like you say, you know, these quarterbacks these days got to move you know, around from the pocket. I mean, you see Russell Wilson do it. And, you know, he got to spin the play or get away from the lineman, you know, to make the pass. So, you know, it's going to be um, – negative and positive things about him. But, you know, with the right team and the right uh, offense, you know, he'll do good, you know. I mean, look at Baker Mayfield, you know. He's not tall. Uh, He went to the right team with the right offense, so he had a good year. So that's all it depends on, you know. I haven't seen that one quarterback in the league does not get a pass um, batted down from the linemen, so. Yep. Thinking that, that that's true. Thinking about the targeted defensive schemes, if your quarterback can't move, would you want Indomitian Sue and Eric Donald aiming at a spot five yards in the backfield? And they can get there every play no matter what you do to stop them. Yeah, your quarterback, if he's a Blake Bortles, he's Blake in trouble. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> He's going to be a target every time. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't want to be a tall quarterback who can't move. <laughs> that would be tough. Okay, they had a the combine. He ran a 4-4 as a linebacker. 
What are you going to do to get away from him? He's fast as your running back. He's fast as your wide receiver. And he's coming to get your QB. Sounds like lunch. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's why I'm over here just smiling as you say that because I'm just like, wow, that's going to be a huge risk for any team to deal with. Um. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you think about Johnny Manziel, they didn't say all this when he was short. But why are you saying it with Kyler Murray? Go figure. Yeah. Yeah, they've they've, they've been, this has been something they've been talking about with Kyler Murray since he was playing in college. And and since he already has, you know, know, he already had a, a... a contract in place with with Oakland, you know, to play baseball. You know, he was or he was, you know, drafted to play with them, and um, he never really said. Everyone assumed he was going to play baseball because of his height. You know, and being a quarterback, you know, they're they're like, well, you know, he should stay with baseball. So now that he's chosen football, now they're really harping on it. So did he yeah, take the they, money? They, they, I don't, you know, I don't know if he did or not. I think he's got to return some money. So he drank the Kool-Aid. That's why they were all hyped on him. Ah, I didn't realize that he actually had taken the money from him. That's why there's so many sour grapes on Kyler. You know, he took the two enemies. He took a hyena and a lion and put them together. Baseball and football. (laughs) Hey, they will never peacefully coexist. Especially when you sign a contract. Well, you, you can talk to, uh, um, oh, what's his bucket about that when he played for uh, Atlanta, <laughs> you, know, you know, for both football, yeah, for both football and, and baseball, and there was a lot of complications with that, so oh, uh, yeah. the two don't mix. Two yeah, don't mix, you can't so. serve two guys. Yeah, <laughs> You're no. serving two guys. <laughs> All right, so speaking of Kyler, you know, apparently Arizona Cardinals, they're going to have the number one overall pick, and rumor, you know, everything's saying that they're going to pick Kyler Murray. You know, even though last year they they chose Josh Rosen, you know, as a first-round pick. So what's going to happen to Josh? Are they going to to trade him? Are they going to keep him and have the two compete? You know, and, and if they do compete, who's going to win out? So, Eric, what do you think is going to happen? Because it seems like all on bed is Arizona's going to pick him up. Um, it depends if Josh is balling. They would love to do one and two, but they can only afford that for a season or two. So, they would, you know, definitely going to, they're going to rub one out, but it's either they, they, they're probably going to trade the pick. It, it would make more sense to trade it, get more draft picks. If Josh is not balling, then it's an easy decision. If he's balling, then it, it's playing for draft picks. I, I think, uh, I don't know. I, I didn't really pay too much attention to Josh. James, you have to fill me in on that one. Did he ball last year? Oh, God, no. No. Um, that's why they, uh, oh, they're 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 about it. <laughs> they're 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 about it, Eric. Think about it, Eric. If I came over to get you the contract and do the job, but then next year I'm like, you know, um, you hear that, hey, you got this other company coming in and do a job. Something must be wrong with yours, right? So for them to go get another quarterback, and you already got him for the first pick, 
that means Josh ain't doing something. So I think they disappointed in Josh. You know, they didn't. I mean, he didn't give him a chance. They didn't have the offense and linemen and all that. But they looking at you know with the new coach and you know Kyler Tyler, you know, um, play be better suit for Arizona. So they're gonna trade Josh. And get some picks for him. You know, they're going to get no first or second. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's, he's trade bait. Yeah. Yeah, so, he's and then they're going to have time. Yeah, because you don't, want, you don't want two rookies in there, you know, like they have two draft picks, and, you know, on the same team. You know, you got to get, you know, your rookie guy in there be a starter. Then you you pick up like a vet. Like like I say, Bortles, somebody that's a vet, that's a bum. They can come in, you know, and, you know, but, but you don't want your you don't want your starter feel that the backup is a threat. You know what I'm saying? So you got a bum as Bortles, you ain't worried about him. So um, I think that's what'll happen. They'll get Bortles, trade Josh for a couple of picks, try to get some linemen, and and let Kyler, you know, fill it around like all the other quarterbacks did this year. You know, that was drafted. You know, for Buffalo, Josh Allen, um, the other guy for the Jets. Uh, Baker Mayfield, so yeah, Josh. I agree one hundred percent. I agree with you one hundred percent on that one. Yeah, I think Arizona has to do something because it was the, it was he was pretty sorry. He was he's definitely <laughs> he, of 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 the five rookie quarterbacks this past year. He was probably did the worst uh, job of all of them. So, um, and 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 they exactly. do. Right. Yeah, they knew it. He was, he, he, yeah, it was it was it was pretty bad. So it would be interesting for them to get him in there and have Fitzgerald there and you know it depends on on if if their running back, you know, Chris is 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 healed up and ready to go. They may actually do something this year. So, well, I guess we'll we'll have to see what happens, but yeah, it's it's not good. Not good. Um, so, Eric, uh, before we take our, our, our next break, um, we know you're from San Diego because you, you got through saying that, but what are people saying about the Chargers leaving for L.A.? <laughs> okay, this might extend after break. You have two, you got two people in San Diego. You got the faithful who don't care, they just love the Chargers, and you have the jaded Charger fan, which I am, um, which is, you know, you're tired of the Chargers building an average team, selling out the stadium where they got a large profit model and we never get a winner. So it made, it made me the most jaded, disillusioned fan, so I'm like, I'm glad they're gone. Yeah. But, but so, so people are either, either ecstatic or they're just still <laughs> trying to sober up a little bit from, from what, what took place. Yeah, you have the super jaded, and you have, like, fans that rent airplanes and fly stickers over the stadium all day talking about the Spanoses suck. And they do. They're the worst <laughs> owners ever. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's for years I cheered for other teams because I, I was sick of the owners. Now, let me straighten that out. I love the Chargers. I hate the owners, which makes gotcha. me not like the Chargers. Yeah, they treat that, every that player... They've treated every player locally that came from San Diego like crap. Hmm. And the guys that came out like myself, they didn't want to give you a shot here. We would have to ball somewhere else, and then the fans raise us such a stinking, and they bring us out on a, on a sorry contract. Hmm. I refused to play for them. It was either just to 
I made more money being an entrepreneur than playing football, so it was an easy decision. Wow. Bye. Let's, have a, let's, um, let's take our next break. When we come back, Eric, let's talk a little bit more about that and uh, see, see where, where things stand. So we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Our humanity is a thing we take for granted, but it takes many forms, and it requires much of us to fully express it. Listen to On Living, The Trauma and Beauty of Being Human, with host Dr. Leanne Nguyen. This program will explore topics about survival, fulfillment, hope, connection, being fully alive to ourselves and to others. Guests are people whose life experience inspires us to reflect on these questions. Tune into On Living, broadcasting live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwitz, and I'm sitting here with former NFL player James Loving. And James, you know, it's it's always good to have people on that 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 you know from, you know, that <clears throat> back, back back in the day, and you know that you can kind of follow up with and and see what happens. So. Oh yeah, it's a great thing. Like I said, uh, Eric is like a big brother. He put us in the right way. And- Look out for us out there, and, and and still look out for us not only on the field but off the field. So it's always great to just sit back and chat with them. Great, great. So again, um, our guest is 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 Eric Eric Porter. And Eric, again, thanks for coming on. We we know how busy you are, and especially in the middle of LA traffic, getting back to San Diego. You know, it's it's not easy to do that, but you know, we appreciate you taking your time. No, thank you for having me again. Uh, and it was good to reconnect with James. This is cool. I did a few talk shows, so I was like, okay, let me have a format. I'll be on the road, but no problem. I'll just pull over and handle it. Great. We, we, we appreciate it. So, All right. So before we took our last break, we were talking about San Diego, the Chargers, and what's going on. So let's talk the other thing that's happening there in San Diego that's actually, you know, people are pretty excited about, that uh, they signed Manny Machado, you know, to a 10-year, $300 million contract. 
And from what I understand, it's, it's already generated like $3 million in ticket revenue, you know, in the two weeks since they announced it. Um, yeah. How, how are people thinking about that? Okay, well, you have the city going crazy. They got a new stadium. The team's got this marquee player. Um, but he's like a, to me, it's like, it's the same old uh, business plan. You get a marquee ball player, you don't give him the rest of the team, and he's up there struggling, and you got an average team that can't win. you got everybody cheering, and after three four years, they send him somewhere else, and the team's in disarray again. So I'm hoping to add some players to Manny where we actually got a shot at winning. Other than that, it's the same Charger business plan. That's my opinion. But everybody's going crazy. Being a businessman, I look, I'm looking at the bottom line. How soon can I get a winner? How, how much do I have to pay for it? Right. What have you done for me lately? In order to, well, in order to get to the player, I mean, we know that, that they're paying a, a ransom for, for having Machado play there. And to get to other players, I mean, how can they afford anybody else? My sentiments, exactly. That's what I said. You know, it's the, the island, island syndrome. You buy an island, but you ain't got no population. You got no workforce. So, therefore, you just got an empty island. It doesn't produce. You, you can't harvest your, your, your grapes out the field. You can't do nothing. And this is the same pattern that the Chargers have done, the Padres have done. I can look back. I was good friends with Dave Winfield. Grew up with mm-hmm. Nate Colbert. Grew up with San Diego baseball legends. They live right next door next to me growing up. And having them grow up and be my friends, have the Chargers upstairs from one of my companies, I got to see the business operation. It's like I see right through the farce. To me, it's, it's like a bad business plan that, that people keep buying. So, well, I, I mean, I hope they win. I would love that the stadium is beautiful. I mean, they deliver food to you right in your seats. You, you, it doesn't get much better than that stadium, but I would like to go there and watch a winner. Right. In order to win, you have to have good pitching. <laughs> so um, that, that's, that's the key in baseball. So. Oh, see, so you're gonna get me started. They sell their, they get good pitchers coming through the farm system. They're all locally yeah. in SoCal, but they always trade them. That that's the issue. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that that that's a big problem. So, <laughs> well, good luck with that. <laughs> I guess we'll see what hey. happens this season. You know, there's gonna be a big. I'm glad I'm a really a football fan. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. So, so let, 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 let's let's reverse back to football then. So, um, yeah. Jason Witten, you know, and, and and both both of you guys have have felt this. So, Jason Witten, you know, he was a retired tight end from the Dallas Cowboys. You know, he he retired after 16 years. Um, and last year, he spent 2018 as sports analyst for Monday Night Football, and. <laughs> You know, leaving the game, either being forced to or by retirement, you know, you know your time's up. It's hard. It's difficult. You know, it's, 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 you don't want to move on because that's what you've done for so long. So, anyway, Witten's realized that he has more to give as a player, and he's going to return back to the Cowboys. But he's 36. He played 16 years already. You know, you know what that's done to his body. So after sitting out a year, do you think he'll be able to perform like before, or will he have lost a step? 
So, so let me let me go to James first. James, what what do you think what's going to happen with Jason this year? <laughs> well, he should have stayed retired. He couldn't make it in the studio with being announcer. You know, once you retire, it's hard to come back. You know, um, your body just ain't do it, especially at that age. I mean, look at all the other players. Jordan tried to do it. You're not the same when you come back, especially with football. You know, it's hard to try and come back and take all that beat and all like that. You retire for a reason. So it's just one of those moves that Jerry Jones like him, like Tony Romo, and just paying him to be out to be a locker room person because I don't see him being what he was before. So it's just one of those Jerry Jones moves that you see Jerry Jones making. So, so, he, so you think he's going to be there to try to improve the tight ends that they already have? He can't improve them. He's old and washed up. So how is he going to improve something when he washed up? <laughs> well, as I'm, what I'm saying is, you know, maybe not, not actually show them the right moves because he may not be able to do them, but at, at least, you know, kind of get in their ear and say, hey, this is what you need to do, blah, blah, blah. You know, watch film with them, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of be a, 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 a backup with them. That's a coach. That is a coach. <laughs> yeah. But you see, you see what the Cowboys have done. They don't have good coaches, so. So maybe they should hire him for the right position. Because coming back as a player isn't one. Yeah, and I think what you said, Eric, is right. The coach, I mean, you've been hearing that he's going to be the next Cowboys coach. So, you know, I think they put him in that position of being that then, you know, Oh, you know, he's going to be our coach. You know what I'm saying? So that's exactly what they're doing, you know, because I'm sure they put him in there for his play. Right. If you send him across the middle, you're going to end his career. You're going to end his life. <laughs> they they very well could. With <laughs> I, I don't see anything happen, but so, so, so let me ask you, you this. I mean, Eric, I mean, what, what, what's your opinion about Witten coming back? He needs to stay on the sideline and be a coach and let the players play. That's just plain and simple. Like James said, when you retire, you retire for a reason. And you come back out there, there are real killers in the NFL. There's safeties that will hurt him. He, It's not smart what he's doing. I don't think so, but... If Jerry wants to pay him to go out there and get cracked up, and he accepts that mission, he's a grown man. Not one I would do. Sometimes you have to know when to let it go and, and let somebody else, you know, find a way to, to filter visions and fantasies, because that's fantasy. 16 years, you're going to come back and be effective? No, you're going to come back and get hurt. Worse than when you left. Yep. Yep. I, I, I think you... I think you have that right, but it's interesting what Dallas has done. A lot of their former players they brought back, you know, as coaches. They have John Kitna; he's the quarterbacks coach. They have Kellen Moore, you know, offensive coordinator. So these guys have have all been there, done that, and they've they're now coming back, and you know, they're they're helping the team. You know, Leon Lett; he's with the he's with the defense. So, you know. If, if you're a player and you still want to stay in the game, that may be the best way to do it. Not come back and suit up and you know, try to get injured because, you know, 
he's he's now 18 years past from 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 when he was in college, and that's all. That's you know you guys know how long that is in the league, you know, on your body. I I don't see him doing well. So, yeah, I I, I think what what you're saying about him is is probably correct. You know, but but yeah. so, so Eric, when 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 you stepped out, you know, out of football, how 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 was your thoughts? How are you doing? Um, when you stepped away, I knew I was done years ahead of the time. I knew I was. I knew in the All Star game in high school that I should quit playing football. Okay. But I got a scholarship. Um, you kind of just know I made a vicious tackle and, and I felt a burner shoot down my arm, and that burner got worse and worse and worse through my career at Wyoming. Till I end up at in my fifties getting double neck fusion with major nerve damage. So, yeah, I kind of knew years ago. So just knowing that, I wish I'd have just walked away cleanly and kept all my faculties. <laughs> yeah. Now, James, I know you've talked about it, but go ahead and say again what you know with you, you how you felt when you had to walk away. You just know when you're done, you know. Your body know it. Like Eric said, you know it, you know. Um, it ain't no if, hands, or but. You just know mentally you're done and physically you're done. So once you say you're done, you're done, you know. It ain't no going to the booth and you, you don't make it there. You say you could come back. You're done, you're done. You know it. I mean, you see all the other players, and you see some players, you say, man, he still got more years he can play. No, he can't. In his mind, he know he's done. So, I just don't see that's been a big thing, you know, with him being a contributor on the field. You know, maybe off the field in the locker room, but not on the field. Yeah, yeah. I think think you're right on that. I think it's, you know, when you walk away, you got to walk away clean, and and it, it's a hard adjustment. I know, I know, it's a hard adjustment. You know, because this is something you love and you've done, but. You know, your body's telling you otherwise, and you just got to move on. So, we'll tell you what, let's take our last break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Johnny Menzel, and we're going to talk a little bit about Larry Fitzgerald and Antonio Brown. So, we'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Have we got a high-energy, all-access sports show for you. It's Outside the Huddle, starring Lemond Williams. Each week, join Lemond as he takes callers, discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports, and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business. Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. For Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, it's all about spring hunting pursuits, turkeys, bears, and more. Listen as our panel breaks down all the different spring hunting opportunities available across the country. Joining Jim and Travis, Nick Munn, co-host of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector, plus Nick Ventura and Tom Petrie from Become One. Jim and Trav's spring hunting pursuits discussion is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwitz, and I'm sitting here with former NFL player James Loving and James, you know, you, you, you've been having a good time sitting there catching up and, and, and discussing stuff with, with our guest, huh? Yeah, like I said, it's always good to catch up and uh, talk, you know, old time, new time, whatever, you know, doing now. And, you know, like you say, you know, go out there and visit, go fishing, and uh, keep it going. You know, don't, don't stop the communication. Exactly. Keep those relationships up. So it's always always a positive thing. So, uh, so again, our our guest is uh, Eric Porter. Uh, Eric, um, but before we end the show, I just want to make sure and tell you now, we really appreciate appreciate you coming on and giving your time. And you know, we know that that you're you're especially there in California, Southern California. It's it's your, your time is is very very you know precious to you. So again, it's it's good to have you on. So thank you. Oh, thank you for having me, and uh, there ain't too much I wouldn't do for for the love. All right. <laughs> there ain't too much right. I wouldn't do for it. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll remember yeah. that one. We'll remember that one. So, all right, so before we took a break, we were talking about what we're gonna, the next thing we were talking about, which is Johnny Manziel. And I know James about, oh, a year ago said, we're going to stop talking about him, but he's still in the news. So he lost his chance in playing with the NFL. Last week, the CFL canceled his contract and banned him. There's speculation on what happened there. So, you know, we don't know what, what we kind of know what happened, but there's been no you know, real, real talk about it. But anyway, now the new league, the AAF, um, with, with, you know, they, they have invited him to try out if he's clean and clear. So based on Manziel's past with the NFL and CFL, should the AAF take a chance on him? Eric, what do you think about this? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. You, yep. you should really okay. just go to a long-term residential rehab and get it together and enjoy his life. You gotta quit recycling bugs. You gotta quit recycling them. These show he has no moral compass, no integrity. If he's sick, you sick. Get help. But don't use mental illness as an excuse. I know people that are really mentally ill and don't use it because they got a bad drug habit. You know, crumbs with bums, steaks with snakes. He should just go sit down, get his life together, and and take three seats. Period. <laughs> and say thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you for all that money you paid me. 
He got millions. He'll never have to get back. You know, go sit down somewhere. He don't want to. He don't want to play football. He wants to get high. Now that you determine that, if that's what you want to do, get high. Quit wasting everybody's time. Yes. Yes, because we, we were talking about it last week that that it's it's a privilege to play in the NFL, you know, and and even in the CFL, you know, it's there, there's a privilege for playing playing in the in these leagues, and you have to to abide by you know the rules and 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 give give the respect to the players and and the coaches and the owners and and the fans. You so know, James. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Mm, mm, mm. Like I said, no moral compass. If you sick, you sick. Get help. But yeah, I'm I'm like James. I'm done with that dude. <laughs> I'm done. So James, give give us your opinion about the situation. You know, with, with Johnny, should should the AAF give him a chance? You know, all these teams are doing this because his name here controversy. So he's gonna come there. They want to sell tickets. You know, you got people. Kids that's working their butt off and and athletic brilliant and don't get the chance, he keeps getting three or four times. Go out there and find a kid that needs to get a chance and get that chance that they keep giving to Johnny and all these other guys. Josh, um, uh, what's the guy? Josh, Josh Gordon. Josh Allen needs that Gordon. chance. You know, Josh so, Rosen. I'm sorry. Well, go give it to these yeah, guys. Yeah, jo- jo- Josh Gordon. You know, Josh Gordon. That. Yeah, yeah, Josh Gordon that was with another one. You know, yeah. I could see, like you say, if, you know, you have a problem, you get help. All right, you got the help, but you keep going back to it. You don't want the help. And give it to one of these kids out there that's busting their butt and not getting that chance and deserve a chance. You know, you keep getting to Johnny for what? That's why I keep talking about. We keep bringing his name up, you know, and what for? Bring up another kid that's out there. You know, and um, struggling and but working his butt off and, you know, and doing the right thing and trying to take care of his family. Johnny's not trying to take care of his family, you know. So they just get tired of talking about these people who keep getting the chances like this, and they don't deserve it. They don't even deserve it. Your, you know, the word coming out of your mouth, their name. So that's how I feel about it. Yeah, yep. All right, well, we'll, we'll see Johnny's if we can keep him at, at a... I'm sorry? What is he Johnny's a bad meme. Yeah. Yep. Well, we'll, we'll see if we can quit, quit talking about him, but uh, it's just sometimes it's just, why? Why do they keep giving him chances? I don't get it. So, anyway, Larry Fitzgerald, you know, wide receiver, has spent 15 seasons with the Arizona Cardinals. He has caught passes from 19 different quarterbacks during this time. So, recently, he was talking about Antonio Brown and what's happened at Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, Fitzgerald was saying that Antonio Brown should think about how fortunate he is to play with quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. He went on to say, and I quote, I don't think he understands how good he has it, end quote. Um, it has to be, it, it, it can be tough out there. So what do you think about Fitzgerald telling, telling people about Antonio this? Eric? He was, he was sending them a subliminal. Hey, bro, you might want to be quiet and just play ball. You about to find out what it's like not to be able to play football. Yeah, hey, bro, you might want to wise up, shut your mouth. Um, that means 
there's not much you can say to a guy about Antonio Brown's stature, but send him a subliminal and hope through his infinite ego he can hear you. So, do you, do you see um, he can he can hear? Not he at all. Listen to it. He's walking around with with Dre beats on his ears, and he's listening to his own mariachi band. He can't hear nothing but his <laughs> own Hugo. He's past Hugo. He's, he's Hugo. Yep. yep. <laughs> so, so you don't think that uh, Antonio Brown, knowing knowing that he's going to end up being probably with the dog of the team, because you know that the Pittsburgh aren't going to aren't going to trade him to a, a good team that may they may have to you know compete against. You know, you don't. He's going to end up end up with another one of those dog quarterbacks. Do you think then he'll he'll appreciate what he had? Or still no? Um, possibly. He were he was so. I mean, it's sad to say. I see his ego so big. He'd retire for a year or two and then come back and play where he wants to play. He just wants to do his program. <laughs> yeah, he does. Well, hopefully he'll 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 understand what he had. But tell you what, we we're gonna have to end the show. So um, again, Eric. Thank you for coming on. It's been great uh, getting to chat with you and and hearing what you have to say. Appreciate it. Anytime you guys can call me back. I'll be happy to be a guest. (laughs) We'll uh, we'll definitely do that. All right, man. Much love, James. I'm about to hit the road back to Dana. Thank you. All right. Everyone, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Thank you. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com.